Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's Greg Matzik. Greg and for John the rest of the week. Sandy Max is here. Bob Brainerd is as well. And collectively, we will be returning to the Summerfest grounds. Yes. Tomorrow, post-brewers will be there again on Friday. Definitely looking forward to getting back to the fest. Third weekend, and, uh, you know, there are so many bands. Uh, we got to have Kevin Sucre, lead singer of the Docksiders, in early today, which was fun. You can revisit that on our WTMJ.com webpage. Uh, but, you know, we've been talking about America. Somebody who loves American music is my British friend, Paul. <laughs> and he has been so jealous of all the bands that are performing at Summerfest. So, uh these are some of his suggestions for bands to see on this last weekend of Summerfest. Hi, Paul Russell here, one of Sandy's longtime friends. I'm a passionate music fan, music journalist, and podcast producer based just outside London. I'm so jealous that you've got this amazing festival, Summerfest, and that for $26, you can get access to 11 free stages of music on a lovely lakefront setting. There's so many great acts to tempt you, but here's my recommendations on who to look out for. The Anthemic, War on Drugs, who just played Glastonbury here. here Singer-songwriter Jenny Lewis, whose new album Joy All is glorious. And there's a selection of, shall we say, vintage acts, including Collective Soul, whose recent album Vibrating is a cracker. And thrashing guitar from Smoking Popes, whose classic track Need You Around is a regular on my playlist. These are just a few of the amazing musical delights you'll be able to catch at Summerfest. Whoever you manage to see, I hope you enjoy them. I'm very jealous. we got to bring him over here. Yeah, we got to get him to fly in. I would love that. He would go crazy He would love that. Yes, uh, if you're interested in any of Tall Paul Russell's suggestions, War on Drugs are tomorrow, 9.30 on the Uline stage. Jenny Lewis is performing at the AmFam House tomorrow afternoon at 2, and then at 5.30 on the Uline stage. Collective Soul, they'll be Friday at 9.30 on Uline. And Smoking Popes, who I used to listen to when I lived in Chicago in the 90s, they're back, and they're going to be tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, on the Briggs & Stratton Big Backyard stage. And Summerfest.com or the Summerfest app gives you the most updated schedule because there have been changes, including the headliner on t- on tomorrow night. Yeah, so it, Summerfest continues to display its level of nimbleness. So we had the Buffett show canceled about a week ago mm-hmm. for July 6th. That's called off. Insert indie pop trio AJR, who was scheduled to appear as a guest of Imagine Dragons on July 8th. They get pulled in. Well, now they're out due to a family matter. So next up is... Young Gravy. You know Young Gravy. Uh, you familiar with the Young Gravy, Bob? I am. With your baby mama at the crib, I blow her back out. Shot the Filipino, and she called me Manny Pecchio. Alley-oop without the hoop, they call me Jerry Stackhouse. Dazing out in public, but your mama made me snap out. 
Before I get the dough, got the morning routine. Wake up bright and early to some brand new cream. Floss three times, baby. I'm so clean. Gravy got cheese. Now that's poutine. Oh, we worked poutine in. Adam, can you please make a recording of this segment entitled Bob's Last Day? Oh, I have this rolling back here. That but, is but is this Young Gravy amusing, music? Bob. Well done. So Young Gravy's an American rap artist, but he's got a Milwaukee or Wisconsin connection. He's a UW-Madison guy. That's right. Did you know that? I was aware he's of that. He's a UW-Madison guy. Uh, so he's already played a show here, however. Yes, <laughs> he's already last played. week. Yeah. So here's what And I happened. heard the stage was packed. Uh, it was. He played at the Generac stage, so uh, it was packed. And, and commonly, you'll see an act perform one year on a side stage and then get put into the amphitheater because, oh, didn't expect that to happen, right? That happened with Widespread Panic and multiple other bands, of course, my time of going to Summerfest. So Young Gravy's already played a show, likely maybe hanging out for a little bit of the Wisconsin summer, and they knock on his door and say, hey, you want to do it again on the amphitheater stage? So you don't need anything else other than your tickets to get into Summerfest. And then it's first come, first serve, grab any seat you want, and watch a Wisconsin product yeah, that is on the stage. Remarkably unusual to have a free concert on the amphitheater stage, and this also gives you a chance to be in this space. It was renovated two years ago. They've raised the roof. It's very slick. It's all music-themed inside. Just spin through the amphitheater just to see the new remodeled theater, too. Absolutely. If you haven't been in there, it's no, gorgeous. No, it is a great venue. And, yeah. and uh, we saw the, the BMO venue, the pavilion, uh, where I know Kevin Sucre is going to be. I, that place is amazing overlooking the lake. Yeah. The, Good the venues at Summerfest are outstanding. So this will be a, a free concert coming up I do want to know, though. Like, let me just hear the music. Is this really Young Gravy music? It's, so he samples okay. off this. Yeah, because right? this is Rick Astley never going to give you up. That's all I can hear. That's okay. <laughs> my understanding from my 18-year-old at home is that yeah. he takes your old music that you listen to, and then he updates it, and he I'm has different lyrics. I'm curious about that angle. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's if he's going to lean into my 80s artist, I'm that's, curious. That's Did you know that, that Rick Astley's never going to give you up, and Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit has the same musical composition? <laughs> Lawsuit. I feel like, and Lawsuit. I, and I can play Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon with The Wizard of Oz. Let's just do all sorts of mashups. Okay. I might have something for you coming up after this. It's Ooh. 517 on WTMJ. Okay. Word. All right. So I, I teased this prior to the break. Um... And I had enough time, I think, to perform a little bit of surgery. Oh, This, of course, is one of the most iconic songs of all time. If you're a fan of the grunge era, if you're not a fan of the grunge era, Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit takes you back to a time and a place, mm-hmm. right? Mid-90s yes. Seattle movement. It changed the music scene because it was such a sensation. Absolutely. And Kurt Cobain, the driving force behind Nirvana. Don't discount Dave Grohl there on the drums. I was just getting to that. Oh, I'm so okay. sorry. Perhaps the best musician in Nirvana was Dave Grohl, who is now the lead singer of the Foo Fighters. Right. And he was a drummer, and he's an everything guy. If you mm-hmm. talk about his musical chops, I mean, he's brilliant. He's an absolutely brilliant musician. So I, I saw this I saw this on YouTube. I got one in one of those YouTube rabbit holes where Dave Grohl had Rick Astley up on stage with him. They, they were touring, and all of a sudden Rick Astley comes out. It's like, wait, what? What? You know, the, the never going to give you up, yeah. never mm-hmm. going to... You like talk about a mashup, guy. right? Right, so he's he's now performing on stage, and, and nobody in the crowd has any idea what is happening. And, and and Dave introduces Rick Astley, and the crowd is 
kind of tepid in their response, like, who is this guy? And and the reason behind it is is that those in the inner spheres started to mix up Smells Like Teen Spirit with Rick Astley's One Hit Wonder song. And Dave Grohl is actually on record saying that the, the, the musical composition between the two songs, grunge-era 90s music out of Seattle and Rick Astley's Yacht Rock, have the same musical composition. I'll let you decide for yourself. Okay. Hang with it now. It'll come up in a second here. Okay, now it gets a little off kilter because the pacing, but tell me your eyes didn't light up at the very beginning when it like it, it actually sounded like this sort of. We're no strangers to love. That's way too close. So this prompted this whole little like underground concert tour where Rick Ansley would just pop up on stage with the Foo Fighters. <laughs> Uh, Am I stretching here? Yes, thank you. A little bit? I think you're stretching a lot of it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, But if Greg. it brought Dave Grohl and Rick Astley together, and Rick Astley just did an amazing set at Glastonbury where he came out and performed an entire set as the Smiths. Okay. So, I mean, just Rick Astley is a is a deeper musician and artist than never going to give, never going to give, like, and, and pop culture meme of getting Rickrolled. Like, he's this... I think he, he's in on the joke, and he gets it, and he's really talented. Yeah, I, I think that's all that. I think it's absolutely all that. Very talented, in on the joke. I'll play. Yeah. This would be great. I'll hop on stage and with the And sees that Dave Grohl asking you to come on is is fun yes. and artistic and creative, not mocking. Yes, I agree. Wasn't it Dave who came up with the Rick Rolled term that you, that you said? Did he come up with it? I, I don't th- know. I think he might have been part of that whole scenario where it was, yeah, you got Rick Rolled, and then that brought all these younger people like they had to do the deep dive and okay what does rick roll mean who is rick astley and then they found out and so yeah maybe it's not a stretch greg performing on a stage near you <laughs> who fighters and rick astley who knew Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Well, a crazy and powerful day of storms in southeastern Wisconsin, really southwestern Wisconsin as well. It's a, a pretty massive line that moved through. About 315, it was really starting to intensify near the lakefront in Milwaukee. All mm-hmm. sorts of tree damage in Oak Creek. Brian Nisnansky joins us from TMJ4. And your Capital Drive Studios, Brian, uh, you reported the rain was just pounding there. There was flooding about 3.30 this afternoon. And and we don't get to see it all because we're kind of enclosed here in a a bit of a bubble. But uh, we know it was was a pretty messy situation. Yeah, I could see it on the sky cams. I could see it on the radar. But I did manage to get outside and see it firsthand. It's been a while that we've had this widespread of rainfall across southeastern Wisconsin. But unfortunately, it did come with a bit of severe weather. There's some tree damage along Lincoln Memorial Drive, uh, just north of Milwaukee along the lakeshore, uh, as you mentioned, in Oak Creek as well. But, yeah, there was a time here at the station. Now, it didn't last very long, but we had a rainfall rate over 5 inches per hour, which Mm. brought us 1.33 inches in about... 10 minutes 
and it it came down, and that was the case across much of uh, Milwaukee County, especially on the north side. Some ponding of water, street flooding reported from here out to Brown Deer. Well, so that heavy stuff, that first band seems to have moved over the lake. What What is developing to our west out by Madison, yeah. and is that working its way toward us? It's a very, very interesting radar. So if you do have a radar, whether it's on your phone, check it out or watch us on Storm Team 4. Because what's going on is, is there was like a secondary line of storms that's trying to develop. The problem is, is it's too close to this initial line of storms that moved through. So there's really no instability for it to feed off of. So I'm watching one cell that's back towards Madison that's moving in a kind of peculiar direction. It's like moving almost due north uh, as opposed to the other storms that are moving east because that storm is strong enough that think of it as it's alive and it's trying to find atmosphere that hasn't been chewed up by previous storms so it's like racing north into like i don't know look at that looks like saw county uh back towards green yeah uh west of dodge county so i guess what i'm getting at is the secondary line of storms while it you know once looked like hey this is promising for us to give us more rain it's probably going to fizzle apart or try to dive to the north of us. So don't get your hopes up for much more additional rain. Now, with that said, some of our southern spots, Racine and Kenosha, getting the most rain that they've had during this event right now, it's their turn to get some of these downpours down towards Racine and Kenosha. So is it, is it the conditions have sort of dissipated for these storms to pop yeah. up on the radar? Totally. Absolutely. So, like, the line of storms that move through kind of eats away at any of the instability or fuel for storms. So that's pretty much wiping out any chance of additional severe weather. Now, sure, we might still have a few showers or even a couple storms that work through, but, like, really anything significant is going to be a really tough time holding together. We just don't have the ingredients for it. Where there are the ingredients is uh, down approaching Chicago. That's where there's some severe storms now uh, moving into Chicagoland. And the highest global temp ever recorded, Niz, we were talking about this earlier today, happened yesterday, a global temp of over 62 degrees, in fact, just under 63 degrees. It broke the record of oh, wow. Monday. Wow. I, You know, I was unaware of that. I got tied up with the severe weather today. I was off yesterday, so that's the first time I'm hearing it. Um, so, yeah, where was that at? Did you did you have a location of that? It, it is global temp. Oh, no, like, oh, it's global. Oh, global. Got it. Never mind. Never mind. Now I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so you mix it up all around the world. And you know what? That's like... That's a little bit early, I would say. I'd have to look at the records as far as like like the scale of when the globe peaks with heat. It is usually close to the you know summer solstice, but usually it's a little bit delayed after that. This Niz, might be a little bit early. I say, Niz, I yeah. have that info. It was sixty two point six degrees uh, yesterday, or excuse me, Monday, but that was the old record set in August of twenty sixteen by point two Fahrenheit. Ah, see, yeah, so like it's it's a little bit later. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's later on in the summer. So for us to achieve that global temperature this early is uh, even a little bit more alarming. Well, with the rain becomes a, a little bit of a, a reprieve in terms of heat and humidity. What do we have the next few days? Yeah, so um, can't rule out still, no matter where you are across southeastern Wisconsin, scattered showers and storms up until about sunset this evening. I know Racine Zoo has a big 100-year anniversary bash going on. They're getting rain right now, but they have fireworks at 9. I'm still holding out hope that they'll be done with their showers and storms. Um, becoming partly cloudy tonight, and then tomorrow is refreshing. We say goodbye to the humidity that, humidity that we've been seeing the last couple days. Uh, less humid, a high of 75, partly cloudy. Friday, mostly sunny, beautiful 
76. Saturday, partly cloudy with just a slight chance of shower 75. And Sunday, mostly sunny and 82. Looks like a great weekend number three of Summerfest, guys. Love that. TMJ Forest Chief Meteorologist Brian Disnansky. Will we see you at the fest tomorrow or Friday? Yep, I'll be down there, guys. I'll come on by. I'll see uh, you got your trailer set up there. Maybe I was going to say get some air conditioning, but really it's going to be pretty nice down yeah. there, guys. <laughs> well, the natural air conditioning of the bay. It'll be perfect. <laughs> I think Greg wants <laughs> right to challenge you to a game of bags just outside yeah, our Palo Mobile studio. Outside. Let's do it. Maybe, hey, go, go set up an arrangement so I don't have to wait in line for that golfing hitting, hitting the island, and we'll do a challenge there. I think that's a competing <laughs> station. We'll just leave that one alone. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Enough. Well, you always criticize the, the janky equipment, that like the golf clubs that oh, you've never is. heard right. of. It's like, yeah, I guess, I'll, what's a Kelmac? I don't know. That's the club you're using. Kelmac? Yeah. Sure. Yeah no. What is it? Yeah no. I'm. I'm. Yeah. It's a. It's a 22 degree wedge yeah. that no one has ever. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. It's all rigged. Yes. All, all right, right, my friend. Yeah, we'll totally. see you tomorrow. Thank you so much. All right, Sandy, Greg. See you guys. You bet. 5:46 in WTMJ. How five minutes could change your day. It's after this. Greg Mancic, Bob Brainerd, Sandy Max with you in studio. We'll be at Summerfest the rest of the week. Yes, looking forward to broadcasting on the lakefront again. And if this is, uh, if you haven't been to Summerfest this year, pretty sure this is your weekend to go after talking to Niz. Beautiful weather. Looks perfect. And you know, you look at the lake, you feel better, right? You do. Absolutely. A little peaceful, a little zen. Gets a little stressful. Can't always sneak away for lunch even, even though you've got, got it scheduled. I discovered... A hopefully helpful nugget for when you're feeling stressed or overwhelmed or you just realize you're going meeting to meeting to meeting. A new study says a five minute, five minutes mental break is all you need to get your concentration back. If you're feeling harried, if you're feeling a little whacked out, five minutes of what is called non-structured thinking. So don't try and plan your meal for tonight. Don't try and figure out your agenda for the next meeting. But five minutes of doing nothing. Which to me would be walking outside the building and just kind of hanging out there. That's one method, right? Yeah. That would be for me. Or hiding in the bathroom, I suppose you could do That's that. That's another method. But I just, normally I think we all think you need at least a 15 minute break and you need to, you know, like get far, far away. So if you really need to kind of recombobulate or defrag your brain, five minutes. That's it. Yeah. I know there are apps. That you can do calming, yeah, meditative so the, the, type things. There's but, a whole calm app that'll mm-hmm. kind of settle you down. I, I associate it with trying to get to sleep at night. You mm-hmm. might have the calm app playing in the background, but this is more during the workday. Just finding five minutes to yeah to not scroll through your phone. Yeah, to yeah doesn't say you can't engage with other people, but it is supposed to, like but but to me that was just the revolution. I think it was like oh okay five minutes. Because I think a lot of us don't feel like we have time for ourselves, or it will be looked at weird if you're like, hey, I saw them leave the building, yeah. and they're not back for a 20 minutes or a half hour. It's like, no, if you can go get some different space for five minutes, Seem- that will help you get back to concentration, get back on your game. Seems short, doesn't it, Greg? You know, only five minutes? I Empoweringly mean- short. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to be able to shut everything off immediately. At the start of that five minutes. Agreed. Right? Otherwise, it becomes 10 minutes or 15 minutes, right? There's that wind-down time before you fall asleep. I wonder if there's sort of a wind-down time before that five minutes really starts. Mm-hmm. It's hard to really just turn it off immediately, turn it on immediately, and have those kind of time parameters. But I, I get what they're saying is that you don't need a long time to sort of mentally refresh yourself during the day. Yeah. That's the point of it. But for some, it may be seven. Some, it may be three. Some, it might be 20. 
think we're all different, but the encouraging thought, I think, is to step away for a moment in your day just to kind of recombobulate. When you need to, yeah, take five minutes for yourself, because isn't it OSHA? Isn't that a regulation that after four hours you have to have a break? Like, it's... It's the law that you need to have right. a break. So somebody somewhere along the line has realized, ah, don't constantly work. Even if you enjoy your job, don't constantly work. It's okay to take a mental break. I mean, well, what else do you do to de-stress? Is it... Greg runs. I know that. Well, right. So that, right? That, that, that's Exercise. after work. And, and yeah. there are times where it, just, it works out during the day where I'm here earlier than usual. So I do actually have... You know, 30 minutes at lunch where I will go for a run on one of the treadmills. But you could say just run around the halls here. Like, uh, what's Greg right, doing? Uh, He's de stressing. That's, that's, that. that's usually what it is, right? Because. <laughs> do you, you know, whoop while you do it? You whoop, know, it, it's summer, well, what, do, what do you do for a lunch break today? It's not really much of a break. I got to kind of eat while standing up, and then I've got a recording or I got a taping mm-hmm. or we just something, right? Yeah. You just get wrapped up in, in your day. So it, it is hard to find that time during the workday. I, I remember the days, and, and this is no longer as prevalent. But smoke breaks. I remember seeing people go outside every hour for 15 minutes and then for their smoke break. Right, I was you like, add it all up. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. An hour of your day is outside smoking cigarettes. And they get to connect with friends. They get to talk about the TV show last night. But, sure, right, while not getting work done. I think coffee is another break that people, if they're not on their phones, if they, they go and get a cup of coffee and then just go sit down and enjoy the coffee and enjoy just kind of having that little mental break, that's, yeah. to them, that's sort of a soothing moment where it's just, it's just me and this cup of coffee, leave me alone for five. And I think that's that's what this study is saying. If that's the mental break where you're zoning out, tuning out, not going through your active mental checklist. If you've never been to our studios here at the Avenue, if you come by at any point, you will recognize that we have a variety of ways to do what you just outlined, Sandy. We can mm. go get a smoothie. We can go get a donut. You can walk around walk downtown outside a little on bit. Wisconsin you can, Avenue. Yeah. You can go to the little fitness center. You can play pickleball. There's so <laughs> many things you can do just right here at work. But I will also harken back to our old studios off Capitol Drive. Oh, nothing you could do around there, right? You weren't going to walk across the street to the Piggly Wiggly and get an apple. Uh, I guess you could, but it, it wasn't likely you were going to do that. It's just old, dated building. There's nothing fun around that. You walk around the parking lot a little if you want, but uh, we've got opportunities to do that here at work, and I appreciate that, but not every work environment is as conducive for such an activity. I'm glad we have that. I, I think it is useful. You know what is a big sanctuary is your car. I mean, I, I've, I've sure. had jobs where I'm just going to go sit in my car and hope nobody like sees me because then it's weird. Are you crying? I have, I have, but, but, you know, but like that can be like, if you know you're driving home to like some cray cray stuff at home or just active kids and stuff and like, you just need some time for yourself. Sometimes that drive is all you have to be by yourself. No one needs you. You can crank some tunes like that can be therapeutically de-stressing. How long of a drive home is it for you, Bob? Uh, about 30 minutes. Sandy? Uh, 25 Okay, yeah, I'm about 20, 25, somewhere mm-hmm. pending traffic. I, to me, that is a perfect amount of time to drive home. I, I don't want to finish yes. work and just walk across the street and be home. <laughs> right? It's just hey, honey. You, you, you get a chance to just just kind of calm down, decompress, focus on whatever. Yeah. Like, just kind of have your individual time. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in that. Turn up the young gravy on the way home. Get that's, some young that's gravy what I'm going to do. 30 minutes go. of young gravy. I'll be good when I step home. 
All good. That is rock solid. I feel like the three of us are going to walk over to Young Gravy for free at the amphitheater tomorrow after our live broadcast at Summerfest. It is on. It could right? be some bonding. Challenge accepted. Now that we know that Bob can rap. <laughs> right. Now that we know that Bob can read the rap lyrics. We'll put it that way. If you missed that, it's why you need to be streaming the show and, and check out our, our podcast feed. It's